officially on hiatus and yet recording an episode anyway, it's the Raging Robot Party Cast. Heavily breathing as always, it's Josh, and that's Ryan over there. How you doing, Ryan? I'm doing good. Alright. So I saw that you had 30 to 50 feral hogs in your front yard. What's up with that? Yeah, man, they've just been running through for some other reason. I don't know why. You know, I hope my four to five-year-old kids are not going to be dangerous or I mean, in danger. It'll slaughter them in like three to five minutes, man. I don't know why you don't just install a fence. I don't know why either, but... It certainly seems like a more reasonable thing to have than like an assault weapon. Yeah, I know, but... <laughs> I don't know why, but that like has immediately become a darling online. It's like... For one, the fact that it came out of Arkansas, because of course it did. <laughs> For two, just the fact that everyone has immediately taken to how ridiculous it is and has just run with that. It's fantastic. Yeah, it's really weird. Like, even ABC News ran a story on what it was about, <laughs> and I'm like, I have never seen an actual meme get a news story run about it. I mean, I have, but I don't think there's ever been a faster turnaround that <laughs> yeah one. that's what i'm saying is traditionally it's like a week or two going what is this lost thing people are saying or something <laughs> like that not just outright bam now suddenly 30 to 50 feral hogs on every single joke <laughs> uh i just i spent like a good 15 minutes laughing at that stuff today at work like there is uh oh my god Somebody did a Fresh Prince of Bel-Air. Rural America, born and raised in my dad yard is where I spent most of my days. Playing outdoors, relaxing all cool for three to five minutes after getting home from school. When 30 to 50 hogs that were up to no good started making trouble in my neighborhood. I got one little bite and my dad got scared. He needed a rapid firepower that could slap like Ric Flair. <laughs> I'll never do that again. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there were a few more I ended up seeing. <laughs> 30 to 50 feral hogs at this time of the year, at this time of day, in this part of the country, localized entirely to your backyard with your small kids. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I'm sorry, Miss Jackson. Woo! I am 30 to 50 feral hogs. Hate to see the children of this guy run into the yard, get shot, and die. <laughs> favorite oh no 30 to 50 feral hogs are about to eat this unsupervised child in three to five minutes draw something in the middle to stop them a fucking fence <laughs> yeah yeah <laughs> but hold on one time a fence is a reasonable solution right now in u.s history of the modern times it definitely can be Cut my life into pieces. Here come the feral hogs. 30 to 50. My children don't have a gun, so I guess the hogs eat them. <laughs> oh, this is the one. <laughs> oh, NASA employee, you guys back. Moon's hogged. <laughs> what? <laughs> Loading 30 to 50 bullets in the air, 15 and getting back on the rocket ship. Moon's hogged. I think that one would end up being my favorite. If no one's ever seen it, it's originally Moon's Haunted. Yeah. What? Loading the guns back in. Moon's Haunted. Taking back off. I know that as a Destiny meme, but I don't know if it's actually from anything else first. <laughs> yeah, I don't know if it's from anything else either. Just I know that Moon's Haunted part of the meme. but <laughs> Oh, my God. Um, I'm drinking a Bang Energy drink, and on my way out of work today, I realized... 
Why isn't this endorsed by Diamond Dallas Page? I don't know. It seems, especially since, yeah, that does seem like... That's a gimme. A gimme, and it is one of the things that uh, I could see him suggesting during his DDP yoga. Maybe he just doesn't like the chemicals in it, and that probably be the only reason I could see him not suggesting it. As I read the label. It doesn't seem... I mean, it's got some acids and stuff in it, but it doesn't seem that bad. It's not, though I do believe i remember he's not a big fan of caffeine that's i have the ddp yoga book i can get back out and see but just a bunch of him yelling at you and calling you a monkey boy (laughs) kind of (laughs) but yeah that is weird because that was my first thought when i saw it is you do end every single ddp yoga by hitting the mat and (laughs) bang by hitting the mat so (laughs) (laughs) it seems like it would be a natural fit for him to do it are you ready to feel the bang and also drink it? <laughs> Did you uh, drink any White Claw last week while, before finding out they were all narcs? No. That's another thing that I don't know where it came out of. Just I think it was <laughs> Wrestling With Regret, Brian's channel, where he just randomly held up a White Claw can. I was like, sponsor me. And I'm like, I don't know what this is. So I looked it up online, and no one really else knew what it was either. Yeah, it just... Instantly became a meme. It's like hard seltzer. It's like white girl wasted drinks. Yeah. And uh, apparently they posted something a year ago that's like, Blue Lives Matter. And everybody was like, ooh, we gotta go. (laughs) It happens, but. Yeah. Um, What else is on my mind? I'm trying to like be far away from the mic because I've become very conscious of the fact that my mouth noises are picked up. It happens, and yeah, as I'm trying to be closer to it, because apparently I'm super quiet in every single podcast now. Yeah, so. we flipped. It, when we started out, I was low and quiet, and you could be super heard, and now it's the other way around, and yeah. we don't know why. <laughs> yeah, it is definitely a weird one. If only we had an audio engineer, or anyone else. <laughs> <laughs> Something to help us out here. Some staff. <laughs> it's not us although we do have like people who do help us i.e host the show who i have never met and feel absolutely terrible for having never interacted with <laughs> uh you've met andrew before but yeah just brief occasions yeah um but thank you <laughs> yes thank you so did you uh do anything interesting this week uh well not really i um just did some cleaning around the house, uh, cleaned baseboards, and I hate doing that because I don't like being on the floor. <laughs> and, um, built a Mega Constructs Destiny kit uh, with Presley. It's just one of the little uh, Sparrow, the bike ones, so it okay. didn't take long. Uh, we did watch she Season 3, which only took a little bit to get through. Um, that has some feels in it that I wasn't expecting. <laughs> and it was good, though. Um, otherwise, no, not really. It's, uh, like I texted you earlier, like, my, my mental health has been on an absolute yo-yo, and it's been rough, but it's also, like I said, uh, all you can do is get better, so that's what I'm working on doing, so. Yeah. <laughs> that's unfortunately part of the process, it's just peaks and valleys, some days you're up, some days you're down. Yeah, it's, uh, it's rough, but... 
you get there. <laughs> you definitely will, and you definitely do. Yeah, I've been doing anything too interesting either. I started the fourth season of Lucifer, so I'm officially up to Netflix-controlled Lucifer. Okay. So it's there. really weird, because there are certain things that are established in the second and third season throughout it that just are kind of dropped or changed, so you can tell that they might have had to hire a different showrunner. Okay. That watched some of it, but didn't keep certain core elements of it either. Hmm. And, like, I still need to finish it, but yeah, like, the first four episodes, the first three in particular, uh, a big event happens at the end of season four, or the end of season three. And it was, it's definitely interesting seeing what would have been the series finale had it not uh, gotten saved by Netflix. Yeah, um, there's a lot of, like, Fox shows that I wish Netflix would bring back, even though it's been almost, like, 20 years. <laughs> Firefly, even though, no, I never Firefly. actually got that hard into Firefly. Fastlane. Nobody's gonna bankroll Fastlane. That show was ludicrously <laughs> expensive, even at that moment in time. <laughs> As I'm sitting here watching, uh, Leverage, a show no one's ever heard of from TNT. <laughs> I knew someone when I first moved here who was very into sh- the show Leverage. I have not talked to them in a long time. <laughs> it is a fantastic series. It was on Netflix. It's been since dropped. Was nowhere. Amazon randomly threw up the pilot, I guess, to encourage people to buy it electronically. Yeah. I think that was about a year and a half ago, so I watched the pilot. Been sitting here a year and a half because there's no like other way to watch it other than buying the DVDs or the seasons at like $20 pop, and I'm like, I can't afford to do that right now. Yeah, on the way over here, speaking of things that were in weird licensing hell, um, I was listening to the uh, What a Cartoon podcast, shout out to those guys, and they're talking about Megas XLR, which I don't know if you recall, it was like 2004 ago. Um, It was a westernized take on basically mecha anime. Yeah. It's like out of Jersey, it's kind of dirty, ran on Toonami. And it was just a bunch of schlubs and losers, and with a girl from outer space, and he has a cool car that's a muscle car that turns into a big old robot. And apparently, the reason why that's never been sold anywhere but the original Xbox Marketplace, like the OG Xbox, yeah, and um, iTunes, is that Cartoon Network wrote that off um, as a tax loss or whatever. And if you basically sell anything and make profit on it afterwards uh you have to like redo your whole taxes and it messes everything up so they're just like well uh we want to do this and do some more of it even though it's 15 years ago but uh we can't <laughs> so <laughs> yeah i remember it there are certain things i remember i remember him getting it because he found it at a junkyard yeah, that seems about right, and it would consistently, like, destroy everything in the style of the Big O whenever he would call it. Yeah, uh, yeah, he, like, he walks into the junkyard, and the guy goes, you can have anything that pile for 15 bucks, and then it falls away to reveal the mecha and the girl. I remember yeah. them having a joke in there about giving her a studded 80s uh, jean jacket. Nice. And they, they defeated an enemy by the flash of the studs off the jean jacket <laughs> one. That rules. I'm like, I remember random bits and pieces of it like that, but I don't remember that much about the show yeah. beyond it. <laughs> I've uh, 
been on a real tsunami kick to the point that I'm like wanting to reformat the way our show sounds around the old <laughs> bumpers and intros and stuff. Yeah. Obviously. And uh yeah, um we'll get that sorted out. But it's like, hey, uh Josh, are you okay? Uh I don't know why. Because you've been listening to like a block of about an hour's worth of just old tsunami promos for the last like couple <laughs> work days. Oh. Guess not. <laughs> It's one of my happy places. It takes me back to a more fun time. <laughs> just the promos, or did you actually watch the saga? Nope. Just the intros, commercial breaks, and all that. Okay. <laughs> because uh, they're real good. <laughs> they were slick even they for are. that moment in time. <laughs> but who's the better host now? <laughs> uh, you got Moltar, and you got Tom, and you got other Tom. Tom, too. <laughs> And the other Tom. I was about to say, doesn't it get like all the way up to Tom 3? Uh, there's a bunch of Toms, and then there's that final Tom that's got like the messed up actual face. Yeah. And that's the one I think they left on. For those of you, for those of you who are unfamiliar, uh, this was on Cartoon Network. Yeah. It basically did it. It basically created the anime market in the West, or at least is a big part of it. Pretty much, it was a big part of the boom. Yeah. Um, I remember that and Showtime Beyond's airing of certain anime series uh, running pretty much parallel. And that was that was real good times to be a nerd. <laughs> yeah, and so it helped do that. It had a few other original shows. Uh, it always had a host. Originally, it was one of the people from Space Ghost. Yeah, Multar. Multar. And then they switched up to Tom, which is the Toonami Operating Module, I yeah. believe. And then eventually they got bored of just having Tom in a ship, and so Tom's ship got attacked. Yeah. And Tom 1 died, and eventually Tom 2 was born. That was actually fairly traumatizing for what it was. <laughs> it was. like I remember being a kid and watching it and being like, they actually killed Tom. I was like, this is stressful. <laughs> It is, especially because, as he said, these are basically commercial breaks. Like, this isn't a full part of, a, like, this isn't a full show or anything. These are basically five-minute commercial break vignettes. Because there were some of the, like, intros and breaks where it's just Sarah talking. And I'm like, why are these? And I'm like, oh, yeah, Tom was dead. <laughs> yeah. Sarah being his little helpful robot. Yeah. or The ship AI, I think. Yeah, I was about to say the Friday or Jarvis. Yeah. And I don't know if the original Tom was Steve Bloom, but like without a filter, or Steve Bloom with a filter. But eventually, you just get Spike Spiegel, Steve Bloom. <laughs> it happens because they're only so. I feel bad because there's certain characters, and Nolan North actually talks about this. If you watch a sh- uh, retro replay, and watch, I think one of the first three or four episodes, he talked about how, as much as he loves Nathan Drake, and they actually just played through the very first Uncharted, he did for the very first time. Mm-hmm. He has actually never played the Uncharted series. Nathan Drake almost tanked his career. Hmm. Because for a little bit, people would just go in and say, give me Nathan. That sucks. Yeah, and so he said he was doing that until, out of everything, the Penguin in the Arkham series. Okay, yeah, I remember that. And that's the one that people are like, oh, he does have depth and range. <laughs> It was this really weird thing that that almost helped. 
remember around 2013, um, 7-Eleven radio ads here had Stephen Bloom as the voice of 7-Eleven. And I was like, this is awesome. <laughs> uh, what is it? There are rarely random things throughout history. Uh, Woody Allen was the face of the Moscow Mule for a little bit. Ooh. <laughs> yeah, I was about to say. <laughs> there are other random endorsements like that. And, of course, the famous Japanese commercials. With Arnold. With Arnold screaming at you. Uh, is it Boss Coffee with Tommy Lee Jones? Yeah. And then there's um, a very serene Hulk Hogan one. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Where he just softly sings. And I think it's for, like, air conditioners or something. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Shinsuke Nakamura recently did one with just him screaming and dancing in the background of some random, I think it's like a noodle commercial or something like that. Yeah, that seems on brand. There's a bunch of common uh, Rider noodle commercials, but of course there is. <laughs> they full on have just like a noodle based writer <laughs> parody. Well, I mean, yeah, there's also, of course, uh, Final Fantasy cup of noodle ad. Yeah. I think if you go to the Final Fantasy booth, at uh or the square enix booth at pax they still hand out cup of noodles sometimes <laughs> or like sells a cup of noodles like, it's prompto who cooks right yeah prompto just cooks everybody cup of noodles everybody's like prompto this sucks well no it's a side mission where it's like i have the perfect flavor the perfect cup of noodles and you have to go find the ingredients for the perfect cup of noodle it's like dude it's it's all in the mix already <laughs> <laughs> yes <laughs> but they don't need to know that how often have you actually made it correctly? Uh, I, I do now. <laughs> I do now. I do get the tea kettle out and boil the water and everything and do it now. But yeah, probably the first 18, 20 years, 21 years, I don't think I ever made it correctly. I want to say... Um, no, maybe not. I don't remember how I did it when I made Neo Kobe pizza from Snatcher. Um... That being a localization change in the Sega CD game Snatcher by Hideo Kojima, in which um, Gillian Seed and Metal Gear go get... Yes, I said Metal Gear because that's his assistant in the game. <laughs> they go and get Neo Kobe pizza from a street vendor, which is apparently a soup or noodle-based food that you drop a piece of pizza in <laughs> and, and you have to wait for it to float back up and then eat it. So I made that at home, and it went bad. <laughs> I can't imagine. I wonder if it was just like a mistranslation or something. Um, it was some other food originally, and they just changed it for the West. That's what I'm saying. Uh, yeah. Anyone who's ever listened to Yo Shinji getting the robot? Yeah. Eat a donut, not a rice ball? Yes. Then uh, Pokemon has a very famous, these jelly donuts, that's rice, with which is very famous, sticky rice. Yeah, and when they were just constantly getting fucked up on tea, on yeah. Tenchi. <laughs> I'm like, that's sake. <laughs> they showed one of, uh, I think one of my favorite is the original Voltron when it got over here. Characters dying off screen, but they didn't want to show the deaths. Yeah. So it shows a character that died off screen and the guy's crying at the character's death. Mm. But to cover it up, he just goes, guys, it's really hot in my cockpit right now. <laughs> To make it look like he's sweating. Big old frothy mugs of water. Water underneath <laughs> my eyes, which represent my sweat. And only my sweat. Nothing else. Only sweating from the eyes. Yes. I hate it when that happens. 
<laughs> it's uh, a terrible day for rain, but I've never actually watched that series. Um, I was about to bring up something from Macross, but that's not related to Voltron at all, and I don't know why my brain went there. It happens. But there's two... Spoiler alert for something over 20 years old. <laughs> um, in Macross Plus, the OVA that's real good, and it's one of the things that the Cowboy Bebop people worked on first. Uh, there are two different versions of the character Gold's Death, and one of them is way more graphic. <laughs> because essentially, he pulls enough negative Gs trying to save... Um, what the crap is the other dude's name? Oh, Isamu, that's it. So he's basically rescuing Isamu from death after they sort their differences out, and he, like, pulls enough negative Gs to where his, like, the force crushes him. Yeah. (laughs) And I don't know if it's the movie or the OVA version, but I feel like it's the movie version where you see, like, his eyes burst. And it was just like, (laughs) Reminds me a lot of uh, the Batman Beyond movie, The Return of the Joker. Yeah, isn't there, like, a cut where you don't see, like, the flag thing in them? Yeah, and so, spoilers for this movie, uh, (laughs) it gets to the death of the Joker, and one is, it's Jason Todd that's been captured by the Joker, been tortured by the Joker, turned into this little miniature version of the Joker. I thought this was Tim Drake. Was it Tim Drake? It was Tim Drake, yeah. in this version. Sorry, Tim Drake, yes. Mixing up uh, my different Batman (laughs) or Robins. Well, I think you're right, too, because Tim Drake basically got introduced... like Jason Todd in uh, Batman the Animated Series. Yeah. They borrowed a lot of the same plot elements. Anyway, go and on. And so uh, he picks up a gun that the uh, Joker is going to shoot Batman with, and then he shoots the Joker and starts crying. Yeah, it's real messed up. It's real messed up. And then there's another cut, which is for the television, which is the Joker trips on an electrical wire backwards into electrified water. It's like both of them, and I've seen the argument, because a lot of people don't like that version, but I've also seen the argument of, in all honesty, the Joker would probably appreciate dying in such a stupid way. Yeah. In such a meaningless, <laughs> trivial way. Yeah, I could see that. Uh, just one last joke. How does he die? Electrified water. Something so <laughs> simple for the greatest villain. Whoops. Uh, was it the death of the Dark Knight that... Uh, that, uh, what's his name, Neil Gaiman did? Oh, I can't bring it up in my head right now. I know it's something dark. I know it deals with Batman's death, because it's all about the funeral. Spoiler, it's the comic that contains the very famous Alfred putting on the Joker makeup. Oh, so this was the Elseworlds thing. Yeah, the Elseworlds thing. Okay. Yeah, it might be him. That's one of the scenes in it, is they're all showing up to Batman's funeral. And they all each say, but uh, a kid's outside offering to protect cars, and the Joker comes up. And he has this exchange with the Joker that's kind of interesting to see, because he's just talking, and the Joker's like, yeah, I'll pay you a few bucks to protect my car. Because, like, you're the Joker. He's like, yeah, I am. You're going to kill me. He's like, no, I won't. <laughs> Why? There's no reason to kill you. It won't be funny. And then walks away. Yeah. And it's just it's just a very humanizing moment of the Joker being like, seems like a tough neighborhood. Yeah, I'll pay you a few bucks to protect my car. Yeah, the Joker also hates Nazis. Yeah, he does. He also has big boners sometimes, but... Huge boners. boners. That's all in the 1950s. The last time you'll chortle at my boner. <laughs> yep. Uh, 
And uh, what is it? Boners. Steve sometimes gives Tony straight dick. Yeah, that one was photoshopped. <laughs> I figured it would be, but one of the two, what is it going to be? You need some solid dick from an Iron man. man. Yeah. Turns out he didn't. <laughs> There's also that very famous one of like the giant body, tiny head that people were saying were Steve, but I could never figure that one out. Uh, the one where it's a side profile? Yeah. Yeah, it's a Liefeld drawing. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> Rob Liefeld, uh, well, he made some money. He did, but as Bob Chipman said... Can't fault him for that. <laughs> you try being as control as many, ro- as many comics that Rob Liefeld had and still draw bodies correctly after a while. <laughs> hey, Rob, uh, draw a portrait of my feet. Uh, I gotta go. <laughs> Uh, you done with that portrait of my feet? Y- yeah. Why is this just a picture of a bush? <laughs> <laughs> it happens sometimes. <laughs> your, your feet are behind it, I promise. <laughs> <laughs> that would never happen with... Uh... The person requesting that was, of course, Quentin Tarantino. You know, yeah, I was about to say, it would never happen with Quentin Tarantino, would it? <laughs> Weird foot fetish. Yeah, I mean... Apparently that's one of the things I was hearing about what's upon a time in Mexico is... I was about to say, I get it, but... <laughs> I don't know if I do. I understand what it is. I understand what a foot fetish is. Not yeah. my thing, but I'm also not going to kink shame here, so... Yeah. Um, if you've had to rub feet as many times as I have, eventually you're just like... Yeah, these are nice. Yeah. But I don't necessarily know if I have a foot fetish either. <laughs> Never crossed any lines with that. Yeah. Nor shown any interest in any other ones, so... <laughs> it's like, get those away from me. Yours are fine. <laughs> <laughs> Did you see any movies recently? Uh, I saw some of Teen Titans go to the movies. What'd you think of it? It was good. Has a Stanley cameo in it. Two, actually. <laughs> to which I was like, oh, okay, cool. <laughs> I was about to say, yeah. That was a nice little thing. I know that, that a lot of people were saying that Teen Titans Go is a very contentious series online. Yeah, uh, my take on it is, it's okay. <laughs> <laughs> That's my thing, is it exists. Uh, it's one of the things, like, there are certain things that seem to exist in internet culture, and Teen Titans Go is one of those things where people just decide to hate it more for no reason other than one person decided they hate it, then like two people decide they hate it, and then suddenly that means 3,000 people decide they hate it whether or not they watch it. Yeah. And it definitely got caught in like a hate cycle. We don't like new thing. We like old thing. Thing, yeah. And like, I understand, and a lot of people will... Like, I think even the Teen Titans Go people admit that it's not as good as the original Teen Titans, but it's also not supposed to be. And that's the thing that gets weird to me. Speaking of Toonami, one of the later series that ran on it, even though it wasn't technically part of a Toonami series, it was started somewhere else, was The Batman. Yes. Which, I can tell you, is nowhere near the quality of Batman the Animated Series. No, I mean, there's many, many Batmans. Yeah. Some of them are actually better than you think. <laughs> Brave and the Bold. Yep. 
I've seen a few episodes. It's always funny and entertaining, but I've never sat down and dedicated time to watching that one. I did sit down and marathon all the Batman, which is, it's okay. It's definitely a different take. I think I've stated it before, Batman is basically a eco-terrorist in that series with all the stuff they do. As well he should be. <laughs> Making it rain acid rain to kill all the plants. <laughs> Blowing up a fertilizer plant. Dumping chemicals into the water. <laughs> Freezing the water all the way down to the bottom. Blowing up a ship. I think I mentioned it last time, too, but um, they also poison the river in Gotham. Yeah. <laughs> because it's like, oh, um, whichever Joker stand in has got a truckload of chemical things. Whoops, let's just throw it in the river. They do it a lot, and it's one of the issues. Is like I think it's even like a Riddler or a Two-Face thing. It's the exact same thing that Nightwing eventually does, which is just drive all these blimps into the ocean full of poisonous chemicals yeah i've read recently that um dick has had some real dick moves in comic history which surprises me considering like what a beloved character he is now yeah that's the some of the stuff him and barbara have ended up getting into i was like oh that's that's a bad look yes it is (laughs) like um Apparently hooking up with Barbara right before him and Starfire's wedding and then inviting Barbara to the wedding. Wedding, yeah, and then, like, <laughs> showing up, like, right before Barbara's wedding or something like that. Granted, now Starfire would be like, can we marry her, too? I yeah. <laughs> I'm cool with that. Not a lot of people online, sure, tech court, but <laughs> I remember when that change was first made, it's like, you drastically change the character so much from its original comic book incarnation to try to go back to the comic book incarnation just did not work. Yeah. Then there's Titans version, though I never watched Titans. I hear it's okay, though. I also have not watched Titans because I subscribe to enough things. <laughs> yeah, to studying the DC. Part of me wants to get it just to go back and start reading comics again, but... Yeah... <laughs> That's what the internet is for. <laughs> Scans and Comixology and the Marvel app. Yeah. That's how I ended up having to read a lot. But Indeed. Um, ran to Walmart on my way over here to buy this drink and uh, was hoping to run across that series of Mega Constructs Heroes figures and they have reset and there is no place for those. <laughs> and I'm like, Shit. <laughs> well, they're going to have to discount them out eventually. Um, yeah, I guess it's just everyone's resetting before the holidays, because even at Target, yeah, yeah we're it, currently resetting the shelves at Target. Yeah, it looks like they've like literally reset and phased out. The only ones they have left are the Pokemon ones, which I never see go anywhere, so I don't know why. Because it's Pokemon. Yeah. It's a franchise that can make it. Look at Detective Pikachu. It eventually got made. <laughs> yes, without Danny DeVito. <laughs> like I said, the ending of that film would have been weird with Danny DeVito for a certain reason, but... These are my monster condoms for my Magnum Pikachu <laughs> donk. <laughs> they said they tried. They did say that they screen tested Danny DeVito, but it just didn't work. I would want it to not be CGI and just be Danny DeVito in a Pikachu costume. <laughs> in a yellow Pikachu costume? Yeah. What is it, the dog people out of, uh... 
The Shining, Dog Man. Sure. <laughs> or it's just a full guy in a dog costume. That works for me. One of Stephen King's most hated adaptations, but... I'll redo it myself later. Ugh, in a miniseries. <laughs> that doesn't... Now I think cocaine is maximum overdrive. <laughs> but... <laughs> the vehicles are coming to life. So are guns, kind of, but only certain vehicles. <laughs> I just want to imagine a forklift rolling down the street for some reason, and I don't know why that's funny to me at this moment in time, but it is. I've always joked that. One day, just steal the wave from work and just ride it down the street. Get five feet, all I can probably get out of it, but still, <laughs> before it runs out of charge. Yeah, every time they leave one of those, um, uh, what are those things called? The little 4 by 4 golf cart things? out on the grounds at work, I'm just like, I wonder how far I could get in this. <laughs> yeah. The electric golf carts or whatever, yeah. <laughs> they have, uh, down the street from where I work, it's literally just a store that just sells golf carts. <laughs> and some of them have, like, off-road tires and stuff on them. I'm like, who are these for? <laughs> Actual golf courses. You gotta rake up golf balls. <laughs> Does anyone really golf? Do they still have that, uh, giant... They still have the golf cart on top of the pole? Yes. Okay. Part of me has always wanted to go and climb up on it at the exact same time. Part of me is like, I will die if I try, so. Probably so. Yeah. Let's see how well it's seated up there. <laughs> hey, you never know, but I guarantee you people have probably tried and people have probably gotten arrested doing it, so. Maybe. I do know that that golf cart is a portal and probably a poke stop, so. <laughs> Ah, Pokemon Go. They added Team Rocket in recently. Good. They should. <laughs> they just hang around calling kids nerds, and people are like, that's what Team Rocket does normally anyway, so <laughs> get on you. It's Team Rocket. Good old Team Rocket. Always defying gender norms and flashing guns around. <laughs> <laughs> Trying to, uh... <laughs> Take over the world, as people forget in their original plot. <laughs> I had a random PVC figure of Jesse, I think, for a while. Did you? Where that thing went. Probably in the trash. <laughs> <laughs> Most likely. Which makes me sad that everything after about 2005 got purged, and then what I have now has been built up since then. <laughs> Okay. Not even that. Probably since 2014-ish. <laughs> Sucks. Oh, well. Yep. So did you see any interesting news? No, not any good news, anyway. Um uh, just problems in our country, and that's been about it. Yeah. Uh, Disney, I guess Bob Iker announced things they're remaking for Disney Plus. Okay. To include Home Alone, <laughs> Night at the Museum, Diary of a Wimpy Kid, and Cheaper Die of the Dozen. Most of these, I don't understand why. And you said that these are going to be series? 
They're going to be on Disney Plus. I don't know okay. if they're going to be movies or if they're going to be series. <laughs> the idea of a Home Alone series is pretty awesome, actually. Just Kevin's parents being gone like for a year. I was trying to think, how would you do it in modern day to make it less murdery and less calling Child Protective Services right away on Kevin's parents? I don't think you can. <laughs> you could try and do what they did in the third movie, I think it was. When they didn't have Kevin in it. Yeah. And it was... Uh, I think that was a movie that they just rewrote into a Home Alone movie. Yeah, I think so. It was Rear Window. Okay. And so, yeah, the parents were gone, and the kid was stuck at home sick looking through a, a telescope at different things. Yeah. At, they would keep breaking in the different houses trying to find a toy car. Because <laughs> the only way they could... It had some chip thing in it. Yeah. Have you ever read the plot to the fourth one? Nope. It's either Home Alone 4 or Home Alone 5. I'll have to look up right now. That's an actual continuation. No. Where Kevin's parents get divorced. Oh, no. And uh, one of the people, I think Marv, gets out of prison and, like, straight up hunts Kevin down. <laughs> and that's the plot of the film. Jeez. <laughs> he, like, goes to visit his dad, who he never sees, and, like, gets hunted down. <laughs> Let me see if I can find which one it is, but... Yeah. For those who are curious, there are more than two Home Alone movies. They are really weird. Yeah. There's um, also that weird, uh... Thing that Macaulay Culkin did where he was the delivery driver. The Uber driver. I don't know that one. He, like... Just pretended to be an Uber driver. This is fake, I'm saying. But like, oh, okay. He let the guy take his car when he was being the Uber driver, and he just sits in the seat, and he tells the story of being left alone at the house <laughs> while people try to break in one too many times, and he had to defend himself. Awesome. It's kind of this weird thing of just him sitting in the seat telling this guy <laughs> this story, and it's really weird. That sounds pretty good. It is. Um question how old were you in the year 1999 eight and nine at the same time <laughs> well <laughs> being a uh, late month baby so you're i was eight for a good chunk of it and then nine for the last half <laughs> well i am out of material so i'm gonna go right into the year 1999 all right this audio cue has failed me <laughs> <laughs> I queued that up to the point that I hoped it was going to say it's 1999, baby. Didn't happen. Uh, <laughs> so, why am I talking about 1999? I guess because it's 2019, so that's been a minute ago. <laughs> and uh, it was a particularly watershed year for me. Uh, for one, I was in sixth grade, and that was bullshit. Um, when I was in sixth grade, they bust all of us to... Well, I was dropped off. But... <laughs> We all moved to this one school that was all sixth graders. And maybe they do that here now, but 
it was a bad idea. <laughs> I can definitely see that. <laughs> because it's like, well, here's some of the people you went to school with, and here's a bunch of other people you're not yet familiar with. And a whole bunch of hormones. You got to figure all this out right now. Um, so that went badly for me. But then, um, 1999 presses on, and I get into seventh grade, and you know what? Stuff starts to look up. Um, we get Cartoon Network. Uh, I get introduced to Toonami, so I'm seeing all that. That's awesome. So I meet. Uh, Sailor Moon. I originally saw Sailor Moon when it ran on Fox Kids, so I'm that old. But I'm like, cool, I get to see this again. And got to see stuff like Ronin Warriors and Reboot and Dragon Ball Z. And I was all about that. Uh, Of course, it introduced me to Gundam through Gundam Wing as well. I think most everyone did. Um, 99 (laughs) was the year I started skateboarding. And... uh, Please note, I say started skateboarding. I never got good at skateboarding, but it was something I did. <laughs> <laughs> well, unless you die before you awake, at least in heaven you can skate. Yes. Because right now on Earth, I can't do jack, jack. without the man. man. My back. Back. It sucks. If you look at the YouTube comments, there are a weird number of <laughs> dedicating this you, bro. I miss you every single day. Like, weird amount of people that use that as a funeral song. <laughs> That's awesome in a weird way. It is. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, I wonder if that's the same thing is happening with Pennywise's bro him, which is also very much about a dead dude. Um, <laughs> it's definitely possible. So, all that goes down. You know what else happened in 99? Y2K? No, but yes. <laughs> Sega Dreamcast. Uh, yes. You know when I got mine? 2005. Almost 2003. <laughs> okay, so that's close. Yeah. Uh, very late to that party, unfortunately. It was quite dead by the time I got there. <laughs> well, unfortunately, it was probably quite dead in 1999, too. Uh, um, the Dreamcast, awesome console, and like a lot of cool stuff. Just to give them their credit, it was the last console that they tried on. Yeah, um... It's really a shame, because at that point in time, it was actual arcade hardware at your house. Yeah. And um, I think some of their stuff still runs on that architecture. But, man, uh, it was one of the first to really implement multiplayer online for a home console. Um, I actually really like the Dreamcast controller, but I also have gargantuan hands. So yeah. Take that for what you will. I mean, my first was the Xbox, and you want to talk about the Duke, so... Yeah, um, very similar controllers, actually. Yes, they are. <laughs> I think there was some of the same DNA in those design teams for, I think, the original and the 360, which is why a lot of Sega games ended up ported over. Yeah. Um, but I, uh, that summer, which is far removed from 99 at this point, but that summer of 03, I was in summer school, um, got out and as like a hey congratulations you passed whatever math this was um, I got a reward and I chose a Sega Dreamcast why? Uh, for one they were about $30 at the time <laughs> for two everything for it was very cheap and for three um, we had lost our house 
which uh, don't know for sure how that one happened. I have some ideas, but yeah, that went down. So I was living with my grandparents, and when whoever it was moved us out of our house and stashed our stuff, um, most of my PS2 stuff I didn't have access to anyway, but it all got stolen. Uh, much to my surprise, Vice City, which was almost brand new at that moment in time, wasn't, which was weird. <laughs> but um, So I had my Sega Dreamcast, and that lasted me literally through the rest of high school. Just my Dreamcast and uh, my Game Boy Advance. Okay. <laughs> was all I came on for the remainder <laughs> until I moved. But yeah, um, I still have a pretty decent Dreamcast collection. It's one of my favorite things uh, that I have in my game collection <laughs> other than my Neo Geo Pocket. Are they legit? Yeah. I do not have a single burn game. Okay. Um, the only burn thing I have is a boot disc so I can play my import copies of Fire Pro Wrestling D and uh, Shotoku Battle 2. Okay. Which is Tokyo Extreme Racer 2, which I also have the English version of. Um, I don't even know why I have the import one to begin with. Um Actually, that's a lie. Yes, I do. It is because there's a weird money glitch in 2, which makes everything real expensive. All <laughs> so right. when they converted yen to dollars or whatever, it made it uh, difficult. <laughs> so uh, The, what is it, Ninja Gaiden problem of hard accidentally ending up as the easy mode or the medium mode? Something like that, yeah. Um Man, what else happened in 99? Uh, I'm looking at a few significant things. Woodstock 99 happened, <laughs> and then never happened again. <laughs> they tried, and it actually failed. Yeah. It has 100% officially failed. They said they're done. <laughs> uh, they lost Woodstock first off, so it was no longer Woodstock <laughs> 50, even though they kept calling it that. Uh, their backing got pulled out of Woodstock 50. Well before that, they looked for a new location, just couldn't find it. I think they've... Finally rung the bell and said, all right, we're done. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Limp Biscuit was there, <laughs> as you heard earlier. Um, so was Green Day. Yeah, they were. Uh, I don't remember who else was playing Woodstock 99, despite watching it on MTV. Um, I think I just remember Green Day, because Green Day was the one that actually got crap thrown at them. Yeah. Like, literal, actual crap. <laughs> I remember uh, I was very much on the internet at that moment in time and I talked to somebody who went to Woodstock 99 and they were pretty much like yeah it was pretty messed up <laughs> so um were they lying mm, but I remember a uh it was on Chris Jericho's podcast I think it was one of the guys from Bachman Turner Overdrive yeah was it Randy Bachman is that the name ah We'll say yes. Yes, I can't remember quite. But he was saying that... It's, it's funny because even the original Woodstock is kind of way more blown out of proportion. Yeah. And that there were better... Uh, play, they were better and bigger music conferences that happened. It just so happened that Woodstock had a film crew and no one else did. Yeah, I have no difficulty believing that. Um a lot of people are like, oh, it was the aggressive, violent music. And it's like, 
Uh, actually, it was the fact that water was like fifteen dollars. Yeah, <laughs> and um, so was all the other food and stuff. And everybody was just like, "Well, this sucks." <laughs> so, hmm. yeah, uh, you know, stuff was on fire. Yeah, <laughs> the new one was gonna be weird. It was like being headlined by Miley Cyrus. Miley Ray Cyrus. Yeah, and then, uh... I think, like, Beyonce and Jay-Z were scheduled, and it was just this weird thing of... It's like... To say it, Woodstock was a rock festival, even though Shauna was at the original one, but... <laughs> it, like, 1999 kept it as a rock festival, whether or not you think it should have. It was, felt really weird to have non-rock artists... Yeah, playing and being at Woodstock 50. But I mean, it happens. There's a lot of crossover appeal with everything nowadays. So there is. Uh, so expected. One of the things that happened in 1999, MySpace. Really? Yes. No shit. I guess it was exclusively for like posting your music at that point. I mean, I know that's what it became as well, but. And that's what Justin Timberlake bought it and tried to do again, but Hmm. do you remember using it? Oh, heck yeah. I was, like, big into MySpace. I mean, I was an emo kid, so of course I was. There's parts of MySpace that I'm glad are purged from existence, and there's parts that I wish were still out there, because I had some pretty fun posts, but um, that's where I first started doing my bootleg toy reviews, and... uh, I did them on there and on Zenga, and I am glad that my Zenga is gone for show because it was full of bad angst. <laughs> <laughs> I imagine it was. <laughs> but, yeah. Um, Definitely interesting thing, uh, introducing and teaching kids how to HTML, HTML code things. Oh, yeah. Um, getting to choose who your favorite five people were. Yeah. And then later being able to have like oh just kidding i like 20 of you <laughs> yeah and have it up there tom yeah never had tom in the main slot just because i mean i don't know you tom get out of here um, the multi-millionaire now but yeah i wish that i could get that rich off of that i don't even know what i would do with the money <laughs> probably just invest in my future and in my stocks. future <laughs> stocks <laughs> um another interesting thing uh, Napster, I guess, was in- oh, yeah. introduced. I was there for Napster, like, day one. Were um, you? I remember my Napster name, too. It was bad. Uh, you ready for it? Go. So, I was a weeb before I knew what weebs were. Uh, knew that my name in Japanese would roughly be Yoshi, like J-O-S-H-I. So, I was Joshi-chan. <laughs> Capital J, uppercase C. And uh, once got a very racist message from someone as I was downloading a MP3 from them saying that they don't want me to <laughs> download it from them because I am from China. And I was <laughs> like, um, A, I'm not. B, this is what this is for. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I don't think you understand what you're doing here and what I'm doing here. But... uh pretty sure you're wrong <laughs> in fact i'm 100 percent sure of that so talk about it for our extremely young viewers who are very much seeing us right now yeah because yeah. we are the most visual medium of all <laughs> yep actually we will be because i've uh 
made a um, stealth picture of this recording. <laughs> All right. Napster is a, or was a, place to illegally download music and eventually movies. Yeah. Um, I didn't even know movies ever became a part of it. That's cool. But yeah. And so you would download it and hope that you didn't just destroy your computer. Because if you were stupid enough, you could download so many viruses. Yeah, I never had bad luck with Napster at all. Um, Yeah, Napster, like, I think a lot of those, like, Napster may have just stuck to music. Napster is kind of the first, and then other programs sprung up around it, particularly LimeWire, which I I think is the most infamous of the... I had Kazaa before I had LimeWire, and then eventually had LimeWire, and then eventually just moved to Torrance, but... Yeah. I also used Ares for a while. I think I literally used almost every P2P service there was. I think I had Kazaa. I remember, I think, accidentally clicking chat room and just, like, seeing 10,000 people trying to cyber with each other. Ah, the good old days. (laughs) Cyber means just a bunch of people typing how horny they are into a chat room and hoping someone else replies. But... Yeah, something like that. Um, (laughs) These were weird, dark days, people. No... (laughs) Not really. I would argue they were more imaginative times than they are now. <laughs> <laughs> Slightly. Did um, you ever have a aim name or any of those? Of course I did. Um, mine was I Think I'm Josh. And that was it from probably 99 or 2000 up until when they shut it down. I cannot remember. I may have used Church Singer I had for aims, but... Um, that's the one I just always stuck with. Um, man, I pretty much just doxed myself. That sucks. But <laughs> I think anyone listening to this uh, who knows me already knew that anyway. It's not <laughs> about like saying that you were right you now. some huge mega troll on AIM. No, not really. Didn't think so. I was pretty nice. Um, I do remember I was friends with a very eccentric um, computer kid at school. Because of course I was. <laughs> and like, not too many people talk to him. I will withhold his name, but I will say he has had a glow up. Um, I don't even think he uses his Facebook, but I've seen his Facebook and I'm like, oh, okay, you look like you're doing good. But um, I remember one time he direct connected with me on AIM and never sent me anything. And he's like, do you know why I did that? And I'm like, no. He's like, okay. and i'm like what did you do he's like nothing and i'm like all right well you probably saw some files (laughs) backed off of your computer um all the best 1999 hentai all the sailor moons (laughs) yeah i have a theory that everyone discovered hentai because of sailor moon you think so? Yeah, this show is going very blue, but we're going to keep it somewhat as clean as possible. Yeah. Uh, just some stray searches on whatever search engine you were on at the time, be it Yahoo, probably not Google yet, but maybe. Um, Netscape, yeah. Um, eventually, down that rabbit hole, you would at some point just hit hentai <laughs> and be like, what's this? Yeah. <laughs> So that's how it happened with me. Um, but yeah, <laughs> hentai, Samuel L. Jackson endorsed. 
<laughs> yep. Looking at some of the other things that happened that year, uh, the prequel started. Yeah. <laughs> I had the Darth Maul lightsaber that got recalled because eventually the battery compartment will go haywire and like burn your hand. All right. Never did that to me, but I had it. <laughs> That's cool. Uh, I mean, Darth Maul still stands. Duel of Fate still stands. Everything Phantom Menace. <laughs> I mean, it's cool to see. Pod racing was cool. Uh, I mean, nice little throwback that he do- he likes doing to, of course, the chariot race. Yeah. From Ben-Hur. You remove Jar Jar Binks which, and his whole entire thing. Everything else was not great. No, the CGI does not stand up. Nope. It was still early in its life cycle, though. It's unfortunate. Yeah, when they re-released that one in 3D a good couple of years ago now, I took some friends to see it, and it was funny because as soon as like the fight scene's over and the credits hit, there was a collective, oh, thank God, and we all just got up and left. I was like, did I just get punked? Like... Why did I do this? Because I knew it was bad, but then I was like, maybe it's not as bad as I remember. And then I went and saw it, and I was like, nope, it was. <laughs> it spawned something really good out of it, but it was the animated Clone Wars movie for me. Yeah, Clone Wars was fine. The series, yes. The movie, have you seen that? Mm, the first thing they made. I don't know. I remember a miniseries first. There was the miniseries, yes, and that has some, that that was also in Tsunami, wasn't it? Yes. Yes. It was really good. Uh, you get to see like it was for sure on Cartoon Network. It was on Cartoon Network. I know that for sure. I just can't remember whether or not it was specifically Tsunami. There are these short little 15-minute clips you can go look up. Uh, I, in particular, recommend looking up the Mace Windu one. Yeah. It's really cool. You get to see force powers that you've probably never seen before <laughs> used. But then, uh, yeah, there is an animated Clone Wars movie that came out in theaters. Okay. And I remember I almost walked out on it because you know how it opened? How? Voiceover. It was one of the first Star Wars projects that never opened in without a title crawl. Oh, interesting. And that annoyed the crap out of me. And if you watch it, it is. <laughs> as That's I what said. made you almost walk out? It just, like, yeah, it annoyed me, but Jeez. no, but it was the first red flag to me. Okay. I get and that. so it's about hunting down a little baby hut. Okay. And that is the whole entire gist of the film, is they're hunting down a hut for Jabba or one of the other huts. And so, yeah, it's where the character of, uh, what's her name, came from, Anakin's Apprentice. If you had not asked me, I would know it. Yeah. She came from... Azoka, yeah. She came from that film. That film is what set the look. From my understand, the series itself is really good. Just do not recommend that movie. (laughs) Um, So one of the other things... uh, 99 was popping off. The Sixth Sense. Oh, yeah, when Bruce Willis was dead. Yes. Spoiler. Um, Forgive me. Uh, M. Night Shyamalan is still at the top of his game. Yeah. He was. And then he did. (laughs) The Last Airbender. (laughs) 
I think there's. I know few. he was worse before. That. Yeah, but there's a few before that one. Uh, what's funny is like, I saw the last Airbender with almost no context for Avatar, and I was like, "Why are you guys so mad?" <laughs> yeah, it's the thing with absolutely no context outside of the Earth bending scene. It's exceedingly okay. Like, it's not good. I'm not saying it's good. The only thing I remember was that training ground scene. That's it. <laughs> yeah. Outside of the original Earthbender, which is, they were on a ship, so there's nothing for them to Earthbend. Yeah. Being taken onto actual land, and then just going, we're just too afraid to Earthbend, because you're around Earth the whole entire time. Outside of that... We can't do it while we're being watched. Yeah. It was exceedingly just okay. Yeah. Let's see what else uh, is on. The Matrix. Oh, yes, of course. The Matrix, like, changed my life at that moment in time. Um, it didn't mind. So, uh, I think one of the first rated R movies I watched all the way through, that was not uncensored. That was not censored because I watched Lethal Weapon on television with my dad. Nice. But... Yeah, The Matrix uh, was way in on. It probably fueled a lot of my internet obsession at the time because of the message of, hey, data is cool, and you can find stuff on the internet. <laughs> and ultimately, I did find something that was very important to my life at that time on the internet. Um, so I had the Neo sunglasses, which is kind of cringe now. Um I feel like all the merchandise for that movie came very late. It really did. Yeah. Uh, I don't think they realized like what they had when they released it. It essentially gave us the Wachowskis. Yeah. Speed uh, Racer was good. I said it. I was about to say. <laughs> Actually, that ended up trending on Twitter a little. Nice. About a week ago, just people talking about how Speed Racer was a good movie. Good. That's the weird thing, is I've always have weird feelings about the Wachowskis, or whether or not I refer to them as cult filmmakers. Yeah, um, I mean, they had some hits, and then... Because they had The Matrix, and then the other two are just not good. I know I think I've seen some people say they're not as bad as people remember, but I also think that has a tendency to be said by the generation that didn't grow up with it. Yeah, I mean, I will say that, like, The Matrix, awesome. The Matrix Reloaded, uh, first movie I ever saw at midnight, on a school night, <laughs> and uh, parents were heated, but still allowed. Yeah. And um, soundtrack was dope, but other than that freeway chase, it was kind of just okay. Yeah. <laughs> and um, Revolution. Revolutions was fine i mean i don't hate it because i understand that things end yeah but i think just nobody really wanted it to end that way but if you read between the lines it was always gonna happen that way it was if you look at it back yeah now what about animatrix now uh, animatrix i think we watched it in anime club did you and some of it's pretty good ever watched it i played a few of the games i played enter the matrix which was both good and a mess yeah. I recall having a hard time with that driving level. Um, I did like the way that you played, though, and how it would show your character, like, getting jacked in and all that. Um, 
main thing I really miss about 1999 is dial-up noise. Yes. <laughs> it made connecting to the internet feel like an event. And now it's just in our pocket all the time. We take it for granted. The ability also to, or the inability to make a phone call and be on the internet at the same time. Yeah. Uh, there was an unfortunate happening on 420 in 99, which was the Columbine High School Massacre. Yes. In which uh, KMFDM and Marilyn Manson got a lot of the blame. Um, KMFDM released songs about it. I think Manson may have too. And, and it wasn't like pro them or anything. It was like, uh, this is messed up. Why are we getting blamed for this? And they were clearly wrong for what they did. You know? Um, I would like to say we got better after that, but we still have mass shootings all the time. We had some last week, and our heart goes out to literally every victim and everyone who has been affected by that. Um, my list of 1999 events is like literally just all history and none. Yeah, I think we're looking trash. at the same one. It's all the way down at the bottom. <laughs> yeah. But uh, so, <laughs> so you got to do a different thing. Uh, the only mummy movie people actually remember. The Scorpion King. Yes. No, uh, the original Brandon Fraser mummy. Yeah. I it's, think it's fun. Yeah, I was about to say, it's the definition of stupid fun movie. It is one of the definitions of popcorn film along with uh, Pirates of the Caribbean Yeah, coming later. It's stupid fun. It's really the only one people will ever remember because the dark universe is something people want to push as far out of their mind and Universal would prefer that you never remember the words dark universe ever again yeah so tom cruise isn't remembered uh the original is it boris karloff or no it was uh that sounded right to me but it may have been (laughs) the original mummy uh romantic yeah it was actually boris karloff okay that's correct the romantic monster film (laughs) It is definitely a different and unique movie. Yeah. Toy Story 2 doesn't feel like it was 1999, and yet clearly it was. Um, As well as American Pie. Uh, Spoiler alert. He does things with that pie. Um, South Park, Bigger, Longer, and Uncut. The world is not enough. I think one of the first introductions of... Was that the first introduction to Bad James Bond? No, uh, because we had Tomorrow Never Dies and GoldenEye. So. Well, I actually like GoldenEye. <laughs> remember the New Radicals? I remember the name. They did that, um. You only get what you give the. One. Two. No, that's you two. Hold on. Yeah. Um, where they call out uh, Courtney Love and Marilyn Manson and all that. And yeah. 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 One of the ones in here that I'm kind of curious, because this was a bit younger, and so you may not have gotten into it as much as the younger generation did their S Club. I'm familiar with S Club, but. Did you I ever watch it? Did not watch it. I used to watch it, it was good. I was internet friends with someone who did. Were you? <laughs> yeah. Because we were the same age at that time. Um, yeah, Us Club was definitely an interesting thing. Uh, I remember friends having... They just re-released 
Mamma Mia, the album. Okay. And so it's listening to Dancing Queen and things like that by S Club and then turning around and watching the show. And I think that was even prior before the song like S Club Party, which I think was the one that kind of <laughs> got him to get a bit bigger here in America. Yeah. I was looking at like, why was Phil Collins trending in 99? But it's because of the Tarzan soundtrack. So, <laughs> <laughs> Do you like Tarzan? I don't think I ever saw it. It's a good one. Uh, I remember one of the things people are saying is kind of weird is he's not necessarily... It's one of the ones... It's a soundtrack, so it's not direct singing. Yeah. So it's put over. I only remember one thing about Tarzan, to be honest with you. What's that? There was a Tarzan action figure called Rad Repeating Tarzan. And he had an action figure... Blah, feature, an action feature, where uh, he had, like, a spring-loaded arm that was supposed to, like, I guess be for a spear or something. Yeah. Um, but the way it was positioned in the packaging with his hand was right here at his crotch. So when you would try me, it made a very lewd gesture <laughs> and got recalled. <laughs> uh, you can verify that, and it was on eBay for quite a while as, quote-unquote, masturbating Tarzan. <laughs> Recalled. Rare. Hard to find. Um, Ricky Martin popped off with Livin' La Vida Loca, which was everywhere, even in Arkansas. <laughs> um, it was definitely a fun one. Yeah. Uh, yeah, that song slaps. I won't deny it. <laughs> October Sky, which eventually became something that I've watched 10,000 times. At one point in time, I could basically go i basically knew the film word for word it since faded in my mind isn't uh, spider-man in that yes okay or mysteria you mean but weren't they both um you know uh toby mcguire or is that a different movie i think you're thinking of a different movie okay <laughs> um blink 182 was big um Limp Biscuit as we played, which was the song 1999, which we didn't get to that part. I do remember The Offspring being huge, uh, as well as Eminem. Um, Backstreet Boys, much to my chagrin at the time, but now I'm like, you know what? Backstreet Boys kind of slapped. I like Backstreet Boys now. <laughs> Here's one I never quite heard of. Okay. K-O question mark N. No. <laughs> I guess this website can't display the backwards R for corn. Yeah, corn, for sure, had every corn album at that time. Did you? Yes, unfortunately. <laughs> um, Lenny Kravitz was selling a lot of albums to people who didn't really like music. Um, <laughs> it still does now. Yeah, I'm sure he still does. Uh, uh, if you watch Hunger Games in the second film, mm -hmm. it is so much funnier in the scene. I don't know why my brain just went here, but there's the scene where he puts her in the tube and then they start beating him down and they beat him to death, I think. He wants to get away. Now, to me, it's if you just imagine him putting his hand on the tube and just start singing, American woman, get away from me. And just a guard yelling, no! And then they all just start beating him down for singing American woman. The scene's just, I don't know why my brain went there, but that's just what my brain went to in the middle of that scene. On topic, because I do believe that was from Austin Powers, The Spy Who Shagged Shag Me, me which yeah. came out in 1999. Mariah um, right, Carey was big. Foo Fighters were big, and that doesn't seem right for the time, because they were 
big in the late 90s, which I guess he can't get much more late 90s than <laughs> 1999. I and then remember came back my sister the having it, so that may have been like the release of the Best Of album, I think. Could be. The big one for me for Foo Fighters was The Color and the Shape, which I want to say was around 97 or 98, but it was the one with Everlong. Um, now looking down at the popular television shows. <laughs> X-Files. <laughs> yep. Was that when, what was that, season three, season four? Probably five or six by 99. Okay, so yeah, they were in the more established golden era, I would argue, when they get to like season five, season six, seven. 99 is a year removed from the movie, which I think takes place either right during or right after season five, so... Something I remember watching a lot of as when I was younger and seeing a lot of films this way, The Wonderful World of Disney. Yep. Charmed was big. Charmed rebooted. I don't know if it's still on. I think it is. I've never watched it. Yeah, we lost the CW on my cable package, so couldn't tell you. <laughs> Becker. I've caught Becker on reruns. Have you? No. <laughs> imagine. Not a <laughs> fan of Cheers? Um, or Ted Danson? Can't say it ever really pinged my radar. It was a thing that I remember being on TV, being Cheers, and that was about the extent of it. I was probably playing with Legos. <laughs> Sometimes you gotta go. No, uh, <laughs> Seventh Heaven, which has become a... <laughs> <laughs> yes. Oh, no. So, <laughs> one of that, and two, a constant target of a uh, funnier die. Yeah. When was... they do their... Uh, a very special episode. Every episode of Seventh Heaven apparently was a very special episode. episode. Now, now there is actually uh, one where it was about huffing and why you shouldn't huff. Because I guess that was big in the nineties. I don't know. Well, I was hoping it wasn't an episode about why you should huff. No, <laughs> but yeah, it had a plot point about the daughter going to the mall and dressing. <laughs> Dressing like the sister keeps getting after her because she's dressingly too scantily. Oh! Okay. If you look it up, it's a very special episode of Funny or Die. It's like you can't do ho shit at the mall, especially <laughs> when you know who your dad is. Jesus! <laughs> it's like, oh, that's bad. Yeah, I want to say that '70s show started. Remember, it may have. I remember its debut episode around this time, anyway, because I was still in sixth grade. So yeah, um, was Clooney still on ER at this point? I don't know if he was or not. Because this is post-Batman and Robin, but just barely post it, so... Um, Let's see. No, this is two years removed, because that was 97, so yeah. Uh, of course, there was South Park. It was everywhere. It was absolutely soaked in our culture at that time. We had the New Age Outlaws coming out with South Park gear on. Um, Will and Grace... Who Wants to Be a Millionaire, which I had the board game of, and never played. <laughs> so, yes, he did. Okay. He did still ER at 1999. What I'm looking at is Beverly Hills 90210 was still on in 1999. I guess it was. Well, I mean, obviously, it it's on again right now. So well, It's about to be next week. Yeah. Next week it's coming back on air. You get the ads for that. Or if this comes out late this week. Yeah. But, uh, let's see. 
Something called One Foot in the Grave debuted in the UK. Don't know what that is. Apparently so did the Teletubbies. Yeah. Um, oh, the Teletubbies. I know of the Teletubbies. There's never really watched or heard of. Yeah. Or It's a little late for us. Yes. Um, says the man who still watches cartoons. Well, I was about to say, says the kid <laughs> that I think was still watching Blue's Clues at random points in time. Cause well, here's the thing. Blue's Clues slapped. Yeah. At that point in time, because it was like one of the only things on when you would accidentally wake up at six in the morning. Yeah. Um, well, I think we've almost milked 1999's Teats Dry. Probably. One of the popular ones there. I haven't watched all of it. I watched a good chunk of it. Buffy. Oh, yeah. Buffy was definitely popping off big. I had a Buffy the Vampire Slayer figure, which fought with my figure of Nottingham from Witchblade because he looked like a vampire. Okay. <laughs> um, that's a weird thing to bring up. Anyway, uh, and as you mentioned earlier, the Y2K um, problem was happening. And it actually wasn't. <laughs> it wasn't. My parents actually like straight up started a food shelf of canned goods. Nice. We didn't prepare for shit. <laughs> We became preppers, no. I was at my grandparents' house and actually did go and unplug their, by even that standard, ancient Packard Bell computer. Yeah. <laughs> and um, turned it back on. Nothing was wrong with it. <laughs> and um, You just never knew. I do remember when RKB Toys in the mall closed, there was on a sh- um, table of like software that's being absolutely fire sale clearance because you know everything is yeah there was a y2k compliance software in like 2005 <laughs> and it had a price tag of zero what was it also was i love you in 1999 too or was that later too um because i remember the i love you virus being in the 90s i want to say that was maybe a little bit later there was apparently a melissa email virus which if you know my personal history, that's hilarious. But, um, yeah, it apparently caused $80 million in damage and clogged up email servers around the world. Yeah. <laughs> Let's see. Was there anything else? Mars climbing orbit. Wow. Uh, Mars climbing orbit reached Mars, but software errors got it destroyed. That sucks. So, okay, so it's 2000 for that, so it was just a year early. Yeah, uh, Bluetooth happened. Well, they announced it. The King of Queens. So I guess, is it really that old? I didn't think it was that old. Yeah, it was around for a long time. Um, yeah, there's oh, Beanie Babies ended in 1999. But clearly they are still existing. <laughs> Well, did you pull your tags off? Mm-mm. I even had tag protectors. Did you? Yeah. Which actually weigh your uh, <laughs> tags down and makes them easier to tear off. off. I imagine. Do you still have any of the originals? Oh, no. Those are all long lost to history. Are there any that are actually valuable now? Um, I know the Princess Diana one apparently is. Okay. But that's about it. That's such a weird thing. <laughs> such a weird thing. It was like one of the inventions of, or invents, I <laughs> of guess, <capitalism>. after. Capitalism. <laughs> uh, no, after 
I guess the comic book boom, yes. I guess didn't hit the younger kids hard, and they didn't learn what the comic book boom and comic book crash was in the nineties. Yeah. So one of the things that was there was Beanie Babies, which are little, as stuffed animals that were filled with beans, or beads. Yeah, little foam things, basically. Little foam beads, and it became huge collector's market for them. People buying Happy Meals for the exclusive ones and just throwing the food away. Wait, yeah. And it was the weirdest thing, because, like, I don't know why, I guess, it just introduced kids to the world of collecting. Someone pyramid-schemed their way to probably a couple million dollars off of Beanie Babies and <laughs> never heard from them again, probably. But, yeah, it was just the weirdest movement. It definitely was one of the more unusual trends that ever popped off. Um... A semi-hot bucket, hot button topic there. A hot pocket topic there. Yes. <laughs> Kovorkian was put in jail. Yeah, for killing people who were cool with it. Yeah. <laughs> that was a weird thing. Have you ever watched Jim Carrey's Dr. Kovorkian from In Living Color? I believe it's In it's Living Color. really familiar to me for some reason. <laughs> he just does a Dr. Kovorkian home remedies. <laughs> oh, uh, Spongebob. Yes. The first episode that aired, and I do remember that one. Um, R.I.P. But. Yeah. I think Powerpuff Girls was happening too around this time. Originally called the Whoop Ass Girls. <laughs> yes. Um, I kind of wish it was still called that just so the, we the, could have merchandise around for the Whoop, whoop Ass, Ass Girls. Girls. <laughs> have you ever seen the weird Japanese version? Yeah. Uh, Powerpuff Girls Z? Yeah. Yeah, it looks cool. Um, I've never seen an episode of it, but I've seen all the artwork and all that for it. And then there's an... I didn't know this until uh, Nostalgia Critic get one more hot button topic issue in there. Reviewed it. I guess there was an actual theatrical release for Powerpuff Girls. Yeah, the Powerpuff Girls movie, which uh, Brack heavily promoted. <laughs> Did he? Yes, it was great. They would literally show like a Brack ad for it about him being super hyped for the Powerpuff Girls movie. And they must have recorded, like, a million of those with, I guess it's Andy Merrill, right? Who's his voice actor? Yeah. R.I.P. to him. Um, if it's not Andy Merrill, I apologize. And still R.I.P. to Andy Merrill. Poor guy. But, yeah. <coughs> Excuse me. I have to lose my voice. But, yeah. Um, he would just literally tell you, like, it's three more days to the Powerpuff Girls movie. This is a bad Brack impersonation. <laughs> The one where it was one more day, it was literally just him saying, one more day to Powerpuff Movie, one more day to Powerpuff Movie, one more day to Powerpuff Movie, ah! And then he exploded. And it was Space Ghost Voice who goes, don't explode! There's yeah. only one day left until the Powerpuff Girls movie. <laughs> uh, C. Martin Cro Crocker. Yeah. R.I.P. to him was Brack. Yes. Gosh, I didn't realize how many <laughs> the mm -hmm. Space Ghosts have passed away. Yeah, a whole lot, which does not give me hope for another one. <laughs> yeah. It's kind of like, like when um, Captain Murphy's voice died on C-Lab. Yeah. <laughs> Anything else you can think of? I'm looking. Um, you want to touch on Clinton? Do I? Um, <laughs> not really. I mean, we all know what happened. He lied about getting a BJ and... Republicans made a big deal about it. Uh, apparently, making a big deal out of shit's not something Republicans like doing anymore. Yeah. So, um, unless it happens to do with, you know, 
things that are they're being very much uh, hypocritical about or you know just stalling progress so hey um apparently ford bought volvo did not know that <laughs> there's a picture of a game boy advance in this and i don't not a game boy advance a game boy color and i'm not sure why I I guess maybe it came out <laughs> feels like that would have been around 98 but i could be wrong I remember owning that. Uh, Barbie turned 40? Yep. Is that when she broke up with Ken? Or is that later or earlier? I don't know. I really don't. Um, it's funny to me how having a girl now and seeing how much Barbie has evolved over the years to actually be this extremely positive role model, I'm like, whoa, <laughs> cool. <laughs> it is weird. Like, a lot of people pushed... You had your people that created their own Barbies and things like that. Yeah. Um, Anything else major? Ultimately, Bratz was crushed. Yeah. <laughs> no, I mean, there was, you know, weather and world events, but who cares? <laughs> I guess we can uh, slip on over into the shill zone. Yeah. Hey, we're in the shill zone. Um, welcome. So if you want to continue supporting us, even while we are on this momentary hiatus, you may do so by pledging to us on patreon.com slash ragingrobotpartycast. Um, if you do $10 or above at your discretion, um, you can request us to review literally anything you want. Um Hoping for either movies or uh, television, because it is the easiest for us to get a hold of. Yes, but... But yeah, um, keep on doing that, and we still have our merch shop, um, redbubble.com slash r-r-partycast, and as always, um, make sure that you are subscribed to us on anything you can subscribe to us on, and... Keep listening. Um, go back through the archives. We probably won't be gone all that long. Um, we'll just be a surprise as we were today. <laughs> and yeah. once summer hits, we'll probably be back to a weekly basis once more. Um, anything you wanted to close out with? Uh, not that I can really think of, like I said. For right now, uh, as Josh has mentioned, I don't think we fully stated it. Uh Due to certain things, we're going to have to take a small hiatus. A wee break. A wee break. Uh, we should definitely be back, though. Oh, for sure. Yeah. <laughs> Do not worry about that. <laughs> Hopefully these aren't famous last words as so many <laughs> podcasts have been. But Josh and Ryan aren't friends anymore. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No. Uh, yeah, we're going to probably take a wee break. we got to pee for a long time. Yeah. And play some wee. <laughs> <laughs> not Wii U, because no one played that one. Nope. <laughs> no. Uh, yeah, we'll be back. Uh, just don't know when. Sooner than later. Yes. And when you least expect it. <laughs> As always. With 30 to 50 feral hogs in your yard. <laughs> <laughs> yep. All right. See you next time. See you next time. Bang. <laughs>